in Southeast Agnet Zag and Review. For the week ending March 13th, transportation issues are just one of the many things that affects agriculture, and the National Cattlemen's Beef Association continues to work on that very issue in Washington, D.C. As a matter of fact, Kent Backus, their Associate Director of Legislative Affairs, says this is still one of their biggest issues. We want to make sure that you know our producers are not put at a competitive disadvantage uh, just because of fuel cost. And uh, truck weights, is, it's always a big issue for us. We want to make sure that uh, our animals are moved to those feed yards as fast as possible in the most safest manner. But at the same time, you know, the truck weight limits that are there now really discourage uh, shipping. And it, it makes it very hard for our producers to compete. So under the last highway bill, Congress had authorized the U.S. Department of Transportation to conduct a study on truck weights and see if we have the infrastructure capable to to deal with that, to handle it. And the DOT was supposed to conclude that study last fall, and they still haven't published anything. So we're working with Congress right now to make sure that that study gets published so we can look at it and see you know, if indeed uh, the U.S. has the ability to, to, to move forward with increasing truck weights in, in certain interstate corridors, or if there's other ways we need to look at addressing that situation. And another big transportation issue that we're working on is the 30-minute rest period. Uh, that was a big deal for us. NCBA, along with others, were able to secure a one-year exemption from the U.S. Department of Transportation for the 30-minute rest period. Uh, under that regulation, every truck driver would have to pull over and take a 30-minute nap and not get out and check on the load or uh, use bathrooms or anything like that. It was a government-mandated nap time in addition to everything else. Our concern was... It can get pretty hot, especially on the side of the road. And the last thing we want is for our cows to be put uh, in danger because of one regulation at DOT. So we've had to had to work with them, try to talk some common sense, and then put some common sense into safety laws. Obviously, we want to move those cows as safely and as quickly as possible. And we don't need uh, DOT trying to uh, make a one-size-fits-all rule that puts us in danger. So that exemption expires at the end of May. So we need DOT to act immediately to grant another exemption uh, so that our producers aren't put in the predicament of whether the health and welfare of their animals is is more important than having to comply with uh, DOT regulation. So we need some common sense and we need uh, another exemption from that rule. In other news, March 15th is the deadline for the 2015 spring crop growers to sign up for crop insurance, and Rod Bain has that story. Spring crop growers. The deadline to sign up for crop insurance for this year's crop is fast approaching. We hope that farmers and producers will chat with their insurance agent between now and March 15th. If they haven't already closed on their policies, they have until March 15th to do so or to make any changes. Tim Gannon of USDA's Risk Management Agency says there are several new Farm Bill-related options to consider with crop insurance, ranging from the supplemental coverage option for selected spring crops to the Whole Farm Revenue Protection Program. And one of the changes to many people's regular crop insurance program will be the ability to exclude yield if in the last 10 years they have their county average yield is 50% below the 10-year average. They'll be able to exclude that from their annual actual production history in order to kind of protect their yield guarantee. More details about crop insurance offerings are available through your local crop insurance agent or online at www.rma.usda.gov. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. Well, Tyron Spearman reported this week that peanuts are the world's most popular nut variety with consumption rising overseas. 
Well, peanut farmers are getting ready to plant this year's crop and hoping they can get into some of the extra export markets around the globe. Eight out of the world's top ten peanut consumers are in Asia, where eating the peanut appears to be an altogether safer pastime than doing so in England or in North America. A 2013 review of allergy research in the Asia-Pacific found that the incidence of peanut allergy in Asian nations are almost no cases. In that Asian market, India is the world's biggest peanut consumer, having gotten about 4.2 million tons in 2014. China's the second largest consumer of peanuts in that Asian market. Indonesia is third in that market with 341,000 tons. Of course, Vietnam, Thailand, the Philippines, Malaysia, and Thailand also appear on the list, along with Brazil in fourth place. They say the peanut is the world's most popular nut variety, with the global growth of 14% from 2009 to 2014. And they say the overall consumption of nuts is growing, though peanuts are rising faster with a growth rate of 9% each year. I'm Tyron Spearman for Southeast Agnet. Kathy Isom had a story this week about corporate entities joining USDA as part of a national water quality initiative. How important is water quality? According to Larry Johnson of Miller Coors Breweries, it's everything. All beer is about 94, 96% water. It all starts with good quality water. That's why his company is among those involved in a public-private partnership to address water quality issues and small watersheds. Mark Rose for USDA's Natural Resources Conservation Service explains more about the National Water Quality Initiative. It's funded primarily through environmental quality incentives dollars, which is our EQIP program. A percentage of the EQIP is set aside to various states. It focuses on targeted watersheds within each state. Megan Wilson says the initiative started as a partnership effort between NRCS and EPA, as well as the state water quality agencies. To do targeted work on agricultural lands to reduce nutrient loading, to reduce pathogens into water bodies, you know, to really address those agricultural sources of water quality resource concerns. What she means by targeted is projects to improve small watershed water quality. And that's good news for the Miller Coors Brewery in Texas, where water comes from a watershed benefiting from the National Water Quality Initiative. There's two components. We have to make sure that that is the best quality water that comes back to the brewery to make our products. And second, we got to make sure that there's enough water to produce the quality products that we market and sell. And Johnson notes the importance of the public-private partnership behind the initiative. To us, the end game is everybody's involved. Water affects everybody. I'm Kathy Isom, Southeast Agnet. And we wrap up this week's podcast with Everett Grinder talking about another farm icon that's vanishing. Well, another farm icon has vanished. The mule. What have you seen a mule? This beast of burden was once the main source of power on a farm, especially in the south. Farmers depended on the mule because, although no stronger than a horse, it had a lot more stamina. A horse would struggle from mid-afternoon till quitting time. The mule could still be working as hard at sundown as it was at sunup. Now, the general conception of a mule was it was a dumb creature. Truth is, mules were very intelligent. They were much easier to train than a horse, and they never forgot. Mules were hybrid animals. They didn't reproduce. Once they were taught a command, they never forgot that command. But you know, time caught up with the mule. Replaced by machines, it slowly vanished. Gone forever, the mule. But they'll always be part of farm history. And that's Ag Review for today. Everett Griner, Southeast Agnet. You can hear those reports and more from this past week at our website, southeastagnet.com. Randall Wiseman, Southeast Agnet.